0: His company is called Exponia. They're growing very, very fast. Right now, raising a $7 million round at a target valuation of about $50 million. They're serving 85 customers, doing about 260 grand per month in revenue. They're doing 140% revenue retention year over year. Gross revenue retention is about 95%. Spending about a year's worth of revenue per customer on actually acquiring that customer, so about a year-long payback period. 106 people based across many, many offices around the world. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one, are number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at twenty thousand dollars per talk. Five and six million. He is hell bent on global domination. We just broke our a hundred thousand unit sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you wanna get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing though, this database, All right, good morning, everyone. My guest today is Peter Irakowski. He is the CEO and founder of marketing cloud company Exponia. It's a tech he's a tech entrepreneur with a strong background in e-commerce, a frequent keynote speaker, and an investor. His prior experience includes McKinsey Groupon, Slobomat, and KPMG. He's also involved with nonprofits, including the Duke of Edinburgh International Award in Slovakia, amongst many others. Peter, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Okay, thanks Thanks for joining us. So tell us what Exponia does, and what's the business model? How does it make money?
1: So Exponia helps e-commerce, primarily fashion companies, grow significantly faster by AI-powered marketing automation. So example would be that we localize the experience for all customers in like 19 countries of a fashion e-commerce company with a boost of 60 to 280% in conversion. So that's the essence of what we do. Some call it marketing cloud. Some call it like execution platform. But in essence, we're empowering smart people to execute and evaluate their ideas significantly faster.
0: So, give me an example of a company, uh, like a company that's using you. Tell me that story. So, like we,
1: for many companies, we cannot say the names. But let's say uh, like a large fashion e-commerce company one of the largest in the uk are now using us well no no no, i want
0: you to use your real one so like you have some listed on your website one of them is duke plus dexter how do they use you
1: so so duke and dexter so how do they use us is they personalize all of their mailing and the site with us and they do a lot of testing so like they do one of the examples was when they um, were using pictures from instagram to boost conversion so they found out that you know they sh- sell shoes and you know how do you make shoes more interesting they only have a couple of models so they were starting to look for interesting pictures and and were a b testing a lot of things and they found out that by showing people not just the shoe but the 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 other outfit that you can see on instagram without the hat they can actually boost the conversion online by 30%. Interesting.
0: Another thing is
1: they they found out, like, if you buy black shoes, what's the next pair of shoes that you would buy? What should I push to you in terms of the email? And so, like, all these small hacks are things that significantly boost the conversion online.
0: And walk me through the revenue model. How do you make money? It's a basic SaaS
1: model. So we, we charge customers for, for the platform. We sometimes also charge for consulting. Consulting is uh, usually part of the package for initial uh, proof of concept phase, which usually lasts for three months, during which we're able to generate positive ROI. So we give our customers a money back guarantee. So if we do not deliver uh, during the POC phase, you can actually ask for all of your money back. So far we had zero customers asking for it but it's like 100% on the customer there's like no restriction or anything so if if we start we don't deliver you get your money back
0: Last year what percentage of revenue came from professional services and consulting versus pure play SaaS revenue
1: so when you when you look at mrr then uh the consulting services are around like 12% okay. if you look at total revenue it will be a bit more but we you know mrr is what counts
0: yep yep absolutely so what's the average customer paying you per month they ignore the consulting fees
1: uh uh-huh. So it changes a lot. Like when we started, we also worked with smaller clients. Now the the average would be around fifty k per
0: per year. Okay, per year. I mean, is that true across your entire customer base? Would you say, or is it more like twenty or thirty k across your entire base?
1: so across the entire base currently it's uh so it's around 40. around 40. 30, 38, 40.
0: okay it's still pretty healthy and that's annual contract correct yes do you require people pay annual up front or do you have a monthly plan
1: uh we do monthly plans uh, so far we're still pushing that we, we're discussing pushing annual prepayment we haven't done it yet we now are taking a larger round so we don't need it. later on we'll probably do it
0: oh you said you're taking a larger round so have you raised capital and if so how much
1: uh, until now we've raised 3 million and now we're in a phase where we are about to take a 7 million round.
0: Got it. Why does, uh, well, before I talk more about funding, I want to come back to that. Give me more of your backstory. So what year did you launch the company in? Uh,
1: so I joined the company, uh, less than two years back. And when I joined, uh, basically, it was just like a technology. Uh, it was five guys developing a technology, and they were using it for one gaming client. And I said, I'm super excited about this. I used to be a CEO of uh, an e-commerce company, which actually just this week sold for about a hundred million. Which uh, one? I grew, uh, it's called Slevomat. And uh, and so in there, when I, when I met uh, Jojo, my co-founder, I was saying that... I should have met him two years back because he would have saved me one and a half years of execution. The platform was actually, it was like, it was a dream come true. All the things that we did to outgrow competition. And actually, you might not know, Czech Republic is the most competitive e-commerce market in the world by far. So they have 36,000 e-shops, over 36,000 e-shops for 10 million people. And a lot of the things that we did with Slevomat and also like other companies, like for example, if you look at Alza, they are like super, super good in terms of making the most out of the product and making the shopping experience incredibly good.
0: So, well, Peter, then, hold on. Take, take me back, though, before we get too much up on a tangent. So you said <laughs> you weren't the founder, it sounds like. You joined them in 2015. Is so, that accurate?
1: So um, what we did is we, deci- we agreed with uh, my co-founder to start a completely new company uh only acquiring part of the tech that he did in the previous company and the previous company kept running
0: for free or are you paid for that
1: no no. No, no. so like we we joined forces and so we we split the shares
0: got it so you guys are each each own 50 percent, but then obviously the investors own some too
1: uh, so we have a very different model. Um, so what we did is um, Yojo now has uh, around 9% in the company. And then the, uh, the, the investors now own, I think it's like slightly less than 40. And then the whole rest is put in a stock option scheme where everyone in the company is involved and we have like a very complex formula for calculating it so that we do not create the, the factor of people hating others to join the program of diluting them so like there's a complex formula well so how much
0: do you own there. though
1: so i do own through um probably around the same as usual currently.
0: so each of you have 10 percent, the investors have a little under 40 and the rest goes to kind of employees with a complex formula exactly
1: exactly and we might get more from that video because that the rest is split half and half depending on how fast we grow and how much will be taken out by, okay. by all these this employees. company
0: that was created in 2015 right when you merged them and started yeah okay and what's your team size today
1: today we're at 106 people
0: 106 people and how many customers have you grown to
1: uh so if you only count the, the relevant customers that we have acquired it's like 85 if you also count like some of the smaller ones that we have like from the really initial it's just over 100.
0: okay i was gonna say so you said you use the word relevant customers i was gonna say okay peter who are their irrelevant customers <laughs> i'll i'll take them
1: <laughs> okay we have some customers that, that are smaller uh, in smaller and in gaming where they are still in a phase where they do not make money. And so for them, you know, we do it more more as a charity, I would say.
0: Yep. Now with a $38,000 annual kind of selling price on average and 85 customers that puts you at somewhere around kind of 270 grand per month in in revenue. Is that about accurate? Yes. Okay. And so why now to raise an additional 7 million?
1: Um, So we, We just did, um, I just spent a year in uh, UK developing the market there. And we managed to score some really significant customers. We cannot say some of their names yet, but we will have some of the case studies online and it's like really great. And so we see that we are able to have success. We were initially worried that, you know, whether UK would be like super advanced and we wouldn't be able to do stuff. But we actually learned that uh, the stuff that we learned in Czech is actually usable across the world. Even in the US, companies are really impressed with what we do. And so we are now about to push very significantly on on the expansion so like two-thirds of the money are going into into sales
0: got it and what are you what valuation are you trying to raise at so um
1: we we believe we will raise the round in october and by that time the the valuation should be over 50.
0: over 50. 50. (laughs) yeah Okay. Got it. So, so just to be clear, when you're selling 7 million, you're trying to basically sell about 12% of the company. And and how are you so you're doing about three point three million annually right now, uh, divided into fifty million. Yeah, I mean it's like a bit less
1: than that. A bit less than that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, call it three million. But so it's about yeah. a fifteen X. I mean that's like it's pretty I mean that's a pretty good multiple if you can negotiate it. Um, do you worry if you do close around that size of that valuation? Do you ever worry about your ability to actually grow into that valuation?
1: Um, so not really. Um, I believe that so we've grown uh, at least double every half a year in the last 24 months, and we will grow double uh, also this this half year, and and we see a very credible path how to grow double at least for the next uh, year and a half.
0: So give me so, give me the growth story then. So in December of 2015, what was MRR, and what did that grow to in December 2016?
1: So December 2015 was uh, around eighteen thousand. So 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 nothing. Uh we ended the year at ninety
0: four. Okay, last year. And what do you think you'll get to in December twenty seventeen?
1: So the the plan that we have is calls for four hundred.
0: And you're already at about two hundred and seventy. Yes. Got it. It's good growth. Makes sense. What about some no. of the other economics? So what's gross churn look like for you guys?
1: So that is actually really great. So that's one of the reasons why investors are not worried. In total, we have lost uh, only six customers throughout the whole history. And out of that, there's not a single churn that is related to product. And out of those, there's only three companies, which are actually the companies that I would call relevant. And out of those, there's only one where it was our inability to deliver on what we promised mm-hmm. and the, all the rest is like something so, you know one company the, they uh, invested in a, in a product which was like similar to ours and they pushed us out and, well so peter and,
0: what do you for like when you look at when you talk in terms of annual retention or net revenue yeah. expansion year over i mean what is your annual retention would you say
1: so net retention is around 140
0: percent. 140 and is that revenue retention or logo yes, revenue, revenue.
1: Got it. I was about right? to say that I was
0: going to say, how does logo <laughs> retention hit 140? It doesn't make any sense. Um, and just to be clear, 140, 140 percent of revenue retention means basically not, you know, take your current customers, you lose some of them, but you yeah. grow those current customers uh, by such an amount that it makes up whatever you lost plus an additional 40 exactly. percent. Exactly. Got right. it. So the,
1: so the gross retention was uh, in terms of revenue was. High something like 96, 95%. Yep. And so, and then the, the, the upsells. So you're upselling,
0: your upse- contract values annually are increasing by about 45%. 5% mm-hmm. makes up the churn, 40% drives the growth.
1: Exactly. But the, good, the important part is that we are not upselling the customers based on just like pure usage in terms of like more data and stuff like that. We always go in and we deliver more use cases through that, we expand how they use the platform. that generate more value, and only then we upsell them. Got so it. we do not push upsells the, the same way as some US companies do.
0: Yep. What are you paying right now to acquire customers?
1: So that differs a lot by by regions. Um, now, right now, it's quite high because we've hired a lot of sales reps. So, like we, when you calculate the numbers, it's it's quite high. What's high? But, um, in, it will be so like the the return on sales and marketing is around 11 months. But the reason is that we are not efficient in what we did, so we did a lot of experiments. We now know what works. So we're just making sure that we, uh, you know, double down on all the stuff that works.
0: Okay, so uh, if, you're, if your payback period is 11 or 12 months and your annual contract value is around 38 grand, you're spending about 38 grand to acquire the customer?
1: Yes, but the, the reason that's is- fully That's fully weighted though, right? That includes salaries, yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So everything, everything, everything. Yeah.
0: now just ignore salaries for a second last month what did you spend just on paid marketing
1: mm, almost nothing
0: nothing okay so most of that CAC costs are your sales force exactly so
1: like most of that cost would be so in terms of paid marketing we're not spending much we're spending like a couple hundred euros on, on some some experiments but we have a relatively large marketing team we've already invested a lot in the brand so we believe that the brand would actually help us significantly in in so the, the marketing team has eight people there, mm-hmm. and so that's you know part of the cost. And then in terms of sales, we. Uh we had actually no one. So like the the sales team a year ago was zero. It was me and one other guy who was doing was doing like everything post-sales, so like the pilots and everything. And all, the first guy started in September or October. And so everyone was really fresh and new. And so that's why the, it, it took us so long to recover the sales and marketing costs. i significantly convinced that we are able to get it around like six, seven months.
0: Got it. And where are you guys all based? so we the the,
1: the the development team is based in slovakia the sales team is spread across the world so we have now a lot of people uh, focused on the uk which is our primary growth market then we have germany we have russia we have poland we have czech republic um, these are your markets
0: or these are where you have offices uh, so there's a markets where we have local people okay.
1: so in some markets we do not have offices so we now have offices so we uh, in September we'll, we'll have three offices in the UK we, we have an office in Moscow we have an office in Palo Alto we have an office in Prague and we have an office in, in Bratislava we actually now have one office also in Australia but we're about to close that one
0: many of you know, I am buying companies that I really, really like, and there's no quicker way for me to get to the bottom of what is happening on that website than using this tool called NathanLaka.com forward slash hot jar, H-O-T-J-A-R. It basically will give me a recording. Okay, when anybody lands on the website, they'll give me a recording of where the viewers is scrolling. And obviously, it does the basic stuff like heat maps too. But I learn so much about where the users are scrolling and clicking on my site using that tool. It helps me increase conversion rates, make more money, and grow those businesses faster. And we'll have to see what happens with those businesses. But I'm buying them. I'm buying them very quick. And I'm using NathanLocker.com forward slash Hotjar for all of my website analytics. You can too. I work with them. It's totally free. You can go to NathanLatka.com forward slash hot jar. No credit card required. Again, use it as much as you want. NathanLatka.com forward slash hotjar. I'll see you there. Let's wrap up here, Peter, uh, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Um, I would say Great pe- uh, great People Decisions.
0: Great People Decisions. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now?
1: Um, I was studying the law book but he unfortunately has yep. the way on now. Bill Campbell, the coach. Into it. Jobs, yeah, yeah. And now um, I'm, I'm often looking at Domos CEO.
0: Good, number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling?
1: Um, I really
0: love Base. it saves me so much time. V-A-S-E? VASE. sorry, V-A-Z-E. V-A-Z-E, all right, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: Average seven, seven and a half.
0: Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Uh one kid, one wife, super happy. <laughs> and seven. how old are you, Peter? Uh thirty-three. To come it <laughs> <laughs> Last question. Take us back thirteen years. What do you wish your twenty year old self now?
1: Um I would say be much more cautious about the people you work with. Um people do nasty things when a lot of money is involved
0: there you guys have it be cautious about who you work with people will do nasty things when money is involved from peter his company is called exponia they're growing very very fast right now raising a seven million dollar round at a target valuation of about 50 million dollars they're serving 85 customers doing about 260 grand per month in revenue they're doing 140 percent revenue retention year over year gross revenue retention is about 95 percent. spending about a year's worth of revenue per customer on actually acquiring that customer so about a year-long payback period 106 people based across many, many offices around the world. Peter, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks